It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Side sources. What a difference a day made. Twenty four little hours. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. You may wonder why are we playing What a Difference a Day Makes Today? Uh, because a day can make all the difference. And uh, it was actually 60 years ago uh, that Dinah Washington won a Grammy for her soulful rendition of that song, What a Difference a Day Makes. And uh, as we just heard it, uh, this has really been uh, going through my mind over the weekend, over the Thanksgiving break there, that that one line in particular that, that provides just a, a real powerful perspective, uh, not just for individuals, but really for the, the history of nations. And it is that line, what a difference a day makes. 24 little hours brought the sun and the flowers where the where there used to be rain. Uh, and I found it true that uh, that those 1,440 minutes that do make a day uh, can make all the difference in driving change and even changing a destiny. And some people say, well, wait a minute, come on, it's just a day. And one day out of 365, that seems pretty insignificant. Uh, one day out of a decade, out of 3,650 3, days, uh, that's barely a blip on the radar screen, especially in the, the context of history. But those days can alter everything. And it's important for us to recognize that. Uh, here, here's a couple of examples. Uh, think of June 6, 1944. Uh, over 156,000 Americans, British, and Canadian forces executed what remains the largest amphibious military assault in history. Uh, they, they stormed the beaches of Normandy. Uh, 4,000 soldiers lost their lives on that day. Thousands more were wounded. But those brave soldiers made that one day, that one day became marked as the beginning of the end of the war in Europe. It was just a day. But it was a day that was crucial to the cause of freedom. So some days are defined like D-Day uh, by those who are willing to, to take a stand. Uh, others, like Sunday, December 1st, uh, which happens to mark the 64th anniversary of the day Rosa Parks made her stand when she refused to yield her seat to a white man on an Alabama bus. And uh, over the weekend, there was a, uh, a new statue of uh, Rosa Parks unveiled in Montgomery, Alabama. Interesting, the uh, Alabama mayor, Stephen Reed, uh, first African-American mayor of that city. They unveiled uh, that beautiful statue of Rosa Parks. Uh, and so that was her day. So December 1st, 2019 marks the 64th anniversary of that day that Rosa Parks made her stand. And she was just one person. Rosa Parks was just one person on one bus on one ordinary day in Montgomery, Alabama. But her action provided that that critical spark uh, that really fanned the flames and, and fueled what ultimately became 
the success of the, the civil rights movement. And so it is just an ordinary day, just 24 hours, 1,440 minutes. But they can make all the difference. Uh, I don't know how many of you watched uh, a little football over the Thanksgiving weekend. We watched probably too much at my house, uh, but it was great. Uh, we watched the Ohio State-Michigan game on Saturday, and it, it was a, a fascinating moment there. Uh, the running back, the star for Ohio State, uh, J.K. Dobbins, uh, had a huge game, 211 yards, four touchdowns. And there was this moment where the Fox announcer, Gus Johnson, uh, was talking about uh, J.K. Dobbins and where he had come from. And he made a, a really interesting statement. Uh, he talked about uh, Dobbins' mother, Maya, and how she became pregnant when she was 18 years old. She went to the doctor on a very ordinary day. Uh, she was thinking about aborting the baby. And then the announcer just said, and she changed her mind. And she then uh, proceeded to call that young man, J.K. Dobbins, was her miracle baby. And so that was just an ordinary day, but it made a huge difference. And those kind of days happen every day. Uh, another interesting football note over the weekend, uh, Warwick Dunn, who had a great uh, pro football career, college career at uh, Florida State, a great running back. Uh, he started early in his career uh, giving homes away uh, to single uh, mothers. And he's given, I think the number now is like 170 homes that he has given away as part of his charity and his nonprofit work. Uh, his determination to to really make a difference out there. Uh, but it's interesting if you if you unravel that a little bit and back it up a little bit. So he's given 170-something homes. Uh, if you go back in time about a decade, he was giving away home number 64. And he just happened to give that home to the mother of a young man named Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson ended up uh, having a stellar career at Clemson and is now a high-profile quarterback for the Texas uh for the Texans, Houston Texans, uh, having a, a great season as well. Uh, but it was Warwick Dunn, a football player. Uh, Deshaun said at that point, uh, you know, they really didn't have any place good to, to live. They were struggling as a family. He was getting old enough to where he really was going to make some big life choices, directional choices. And at that moment, Warwick Dunn gave them a house that gave them room to grow. It gave them safety and security and certainty that they could really become part of a community. And so Warwick Dunn, I'm sure there's no way Warwick Dunn could have imagined that that one day, that one day, would have made a difference and created space for someone to also become an NFL football star. And now Deshaun Watson is trying to pay it forward in his own way. Uh, but it just happens. It's, it's just these ordinary days. And when we take advantage of those ordinary days, extraordinary things happen. It's just the way it works. It's just how history goes. And so what we do during those ordinary days does matter. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget uh, one of those days for me. I was 19 years old, uh, looking at, you know, what matters, what's important. And my dad gave me an audio cassette tape. That tells you how old I am today. And he said, you ought to listen to this. And so I popped it into the machine and hit play. 
And it just happened to be Hiram W. Smith, uh, the founder of the Franklin Planner, ultimately what turned into Franklin Covey, uh, organization that continues to work today. Uh, but those were the early days uh, of Franklin Planners and uh, Franklin Training System, their principal-based training programs. Uh, and that one day, on that one day, I listened to Hiram Smith, and I listened to it over and over and over again. Uh, and like many uh, who listened to Hiram Smith, it became uh, really part of how you approach leadership, how you approach productivity, the pursuit of excellence, accomplishing things that matter in life, uh, understanding what your values were and, and how to live them a little bit better. Uh, and it was one day, but I listened to his voice. I listened to, he often would uh, do his version of there is no chance, no fate, no destiny that can circumvent, hinder, or control the firm resolve of a, con- of a determined soul. Uh, and I know there are millions of people across the world who can say that just the way Hiram did, uh, because they also had their one days where it made a difference for them. Uh, Hiram W. Smith passed away recently. Uh, his funeral will be down uh, in the St. George area tomorrow. Uh, and I'm grateful to his family, to his wife, Gail, and their children uh, for lending Hiram to us uh, because he made one day a very important day uh, for me. Uh, and for so many others, he was an extraordinary talent, a gifted writer, one of the greatest speakers I think our nation has ever produced. And he did it by focusing on principles, principles that are timeless uh, and that do make a difference. So today, it's your day. It's your one day. What are you going to do with it? Tomorrow's Giving Tuesday. Be ready for that for sure. And come back tomorrow. We'll talk about it here on KSL News Radio on Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, as you go out in the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.